You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another thing I also want to get into while we're talking about MVPs and, you know, standouts and things of that nature. The offensive line has by far surprised me the most. I did not expect them to be this good, especially in the in the run game. You know, like we, we even talked about it uh, on Monday. They've had their struggles in the passing game. And, you know, that that's to be expected. But. I think it's there's something to be said about how good they've been in the run game because, you know, when CP went down, we all got a little scared. We held our breath a little bit because, like, oh, man, like, okay, you know, CP, he, he was that dude. Are Tyler Algier and Caleb Huntley going to be able to do that same thing? And they were able to. And I think part of that is those guys being good runners and making, making plays and stepping up to bat. But part of that, I believe, is also the offensive line and the offensive line creating holes for any guy that's back there in that backfield. So besides the offensive line, because I think we probably can both agree that they have been very surprising. Who has been most surprising to you? What position group or what specific player? And it could be for the good or maybe the not so good. Well, I've talked about Drake London before, how impressive he was. Uh, he's been so far for, for me. Yeah. Uh, I didn't see as much last week. I know that they were probably paying him a little extra attention without Kyle Pitts. Right. You know, it's hard for me to 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 talk about the offensive line play without talking about the running backs. Because I think they've had guys step up. I know that um, Cordero played well early. He's out. I think Algier and Caleb Huntley have come in. And especially Algier, since Damian Williams got hurt, Algier's first game I wasn't very impressed with against the Rams, where I think he really played. But I was really impressed with how he's how he's ran since, where he seemed to attack a lot like Cordero has and, yeah. and hit the hole hard and go. And Caleb Huntley's came in and also extended <clears throat> that. And I think Avery Williams has done a good job in limited carries. I mean, Avery Williams only has four carries this year, but he's got 37 yards and a touchdown. Uh, excuse me. He has more than that now. He had 40, he had 37 yards going into last week, and he got a couple of touches, and now he's added a touchdown to it. I think Avery Williams is, is playing well, but, but honestly, the defensive line has surprised me to an extent. They, they've, gotten after the, they've gotten after the quarterback better. I think at times they've done a pretty good job of the run game. Guys like Laquan Graham are obviously talking about Grady. They're not even – they're Anthony Rushless now because they've released him. But Abdullah Anderson has finally broken um, yes. through – and, and after not making the, the original 53-man and then getting onto the practice squad, he's now a guy that plays, a, you know, not a lot, but he plays a, a good bit uh, of snaps in the rotation, and he's eating up one, two guys at times on an offensive line. So, honestly, I would say the running back group and the defensive line have both played weather, played weather, played better than I originally expected, and it's been, it's been good to see. Yeah. I've enjoyed seeing those guys step up and play as well as they have. And I think it's promising. I think it's promising that 
Hell, Matt Dickerson stepped in last week and, and, and made a nice yeah. play. And that was the first time I remember getting to call Matt Dickerson or, or getting uh, to hear Matt Dickerson's name called like that. And uh, honestly, when I pointed to his name, I was like, oh, yeah, Dickerson. Dickerson. <laughs> um, and uh, so it, it's good to see. So I, I just think that we've got a defensive line with really only one brand name coming in to the right. season. And, and I think they have played better. Um, Ebba Katie's another guy who technically is, you know, a linebacker in a three, four, he's a stand up, but he's an edge rusher. He's a, he's a lineman. He'll have his hand in the dirt at times. He's I've seen, I haven't seen him finish yet, but I've seen like a lot, you know, obviously he's got the, you know, the one sack so far, which is in week one, but he's right there. Yeah. He's right there at it. And it's so close. I really feel good about the defensive line. That's a long answer. And it's a multiple part. Cause you asked for one. I gave you a lot, but I really feel good about those groups. No, I'm with you too. And again, the defensive line is, is a good call because we weren't sure what they were going to look like because there are, there were so many young guys, you know, we knew kind of what Grady was going to be, but we didn't know about anybody else. We didn't know what Arnold Evicady was going to be. We didn't know how Taquan Graham was going to look in year two. So, you know, we were, we were hopeful about Lorenzo Carter, but we weren't sure about him. And I know he's more of a, you know, again, a linebacker slash edge rusher, like, Katie is, but we didn't know what these guys were going to look like. You know, we we had saw Abdullah Anderson flash in the preseason, and we liked that, but we didn't know if that was going to translate to the regular season or not. And I think obviously it has. So that that's a good call there because these guys have gotten pressure. They have been opportunistic. They have made plays when they've needed to. I think they've stepped up in big situations. They've gotten better in the red zone, like you've been harping on as well. They've really uh, uh gotten stout in the red zone and not and bending but not breaking and then going back to the running backs i really like i think the 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 most thing the thing that i'm most impressed with the running backs how quickly they make their reads but they're still patient at the same time and then they also get north to south really fast i think in the past we've seen other running backs here they try to do too much dancing i i, I remember hearing dave archer talk about this in the past they're doing too much dancing too much east and west but these guys really in my opinion get north to south pretty fast pretty quickly which allows them to make, you know, better, get better gains and make longer runs because they're they're hitting the hole hard. They're being aggressive. They're breaking tackles as well. Um, so, yeah, the, the running back group has has been really impressive in, in my eyes as well. So I'll have to I have to agree with you there. Um, another group that I, oh, and another one I want to touch on that you touched on as well. Drake London. I mean, we touched on this uh, close to the beginning of the podcast. I did not expect him to come on the way he has just because when he got, when he was first injured, I did not expect him to catch on. I thought it was going to be a slow start just because, you know, it seemed like he might've gotten a stumble out of the gate with that, with that knee injury after the first preseason game. And once he came back and once he was rolling, I mean, he really just hit the ground running. And, you know, I, I think it's safe to say now that we really, really, might have overreacted to how, you know, hurt he might have been. Um, so, no, Drake London has been super impressive. Well, I, I understand all the uh, – but, see, I understand it. I mean, I think there was a few people um, that you and I both know that maybe went a little overboard with it. Right. But, um, you know, I I also understand some of the the feelings that fans and, and some of the media were having. This is a guy that had injury issues yeah. in USC – he mm-hmm. makes one catch 
in a preseason game, and he misses yeah. the rest of the regular uh, preseason. And you, didn't see, you didn't, you know, and you didn't see a lot from him, so you didn't know what you were going to get. So I understand where that why that's coming from, but the guys really played well. So maybe we did, maybe we didn't, but I do know that. It is. Uh, it was. It was. I think it was legitimate to an extent. Um, I'm mm-hmm. never going to say it was 100 percent because I think there's always some ridiculous things said. But it was legitimate, and um, it, you know, I, I do. I did understand where some of that was coming from. Yeah. No. It's. It was definitely legitimate. I just think. I think maybe some people pressed the panic button a little too quickly. You know, it was. It's definitely. You know, it was definitely safe to be concerned. I just think. I think majority of, of fans and, you know, media pundits and people like that, I think they might have pre- pressed the panic button a little too quickly on uh, on Drake London. So, Well, remember, they're ju- they're trying to justify their negative predictions on this team. That's true. Oh, they that's are. why they're going to do 2-15. and 15. Oh, they're looking. They, 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 don't forget, and it should be said, and I don't want to get here and, and just start, you know, going home, being a homer bow here. But I'm going to tell you something. Uh, don't discount agendas. If people, if guys come True. out and, oh, I don't like that pick. That's a terrible pick. And then the first, the first thing that happens negative for that player mm-hmm. in, in the, in the training camp or the preseason or even the regular season, yeah. um, they're going to, they're going to jump on it because it's a time to pounce. It's a time to justify what I, what I said and how I went overboard here or whatever. So don't discount overreaction to people trying to trying to set plant their flag for being right on a prediction they made on a draft night. Don't discount that because that's a real thing. It is. Uh, and and it and it it is it does happen quite a bit. Well whoever has a negative agenda against Drake London, close that agenda, burn it and move on. How about that? 